Welcome to Faith, Fitness, and Self-Discovery, where I know just how grueling it's been trying to balance your physical, spiritual, and mental health. I'm your host, Precious Williams, and I invite you to my podcast where you can expect a total mind makeover. I'm talking about a shift in the way that you see, think, and do fitness forever. So come journey with me as we discover your fitness identity. To all our new listeners, thank you so much for joining Faith, Fitness, and Self-Discovery. You have not clicked on this podcast by accident, but through divine purpose, because we are a group of believers who actually stand on God's words and promises that we could be transformed through the renewing of our mind. And so today, we're going to be jumping in and continuing our podcast talking about what God says we should actually eat. I think a lot of us spend time trying to figure out what our diets should look like. We paid people to tell us what we should eat, how much we should eat, what we need, And we still find ourselves in this cycle of not being able to keep the weight off, not feeling the way that we want to feel, not looking the way that we hoped to look. So on today, I hope that something will resonate with your spirit. I hope that something I say that has been given to me by God will transform your life in a major way. And so I want to title this podcast, Dealing with Stones, and this Revelation came to me when I was studying again in Matthew, and we talked about in one of our earlier podcasts, the temptations that Jesus faced in the wilderness, and one of them was to turn stone into bread. And many of you who know the context of that particular incident know that Jesus was fasting. Um, And so as human beings, we know that he was extremely hungry. Uh, So the invitation to turn stone into bread, which was something Jesus ate often, was extremely enticing. Um, As I pondered on that a little bit further, revelation also came to me about Adam and Eve. I know a lot of individuals like to focus on the uh, female versus male aspect of it. And Eve was the one who uh, was disobedient and Adam was fine until she got there. But I would like to look at it from a different angle. And the angle that I would like to look at it from is actually the first sign of disobedience was eating. (laughs) Wow. It was after Eve ate whatever she ate, uh, because it's not indicated, that they came into the knowing. They came into knowing that they were naked uh, and they began to look for things to hide themselves. And I feel like from that incident of, you know, Eve being disobedient in that way, putting something in her body that God forbid uh, them to eat, transformed their lives. Um, And I'm thinking that, you know, in Leviticus 11, when God spoke to Moses and Aaron and he tells them everything that we're permitted to eat and all of the things that we should detest, God in all of his sovereignty knew that our diet, the way we ate and if we were disobedient and we ate things that God didn't tell us to eat, that we would come into the knowing of a lot of things. And just looking at that from a very surface, because I don't want to get too deep, 
Although I feel like God is like hijacking my tongue right now. I don't want to get too deep into it, but looking at it from a surface level, let's think about ourselves as even. Let's consider that a lot of the things that we've eaten, that we put in our body have gotten us to a place where we're in the knowing. When we look in the mirror, we don't like what we see. Um, we like to cover it up. We're constantly looking for ways and things and additional, you know, accessories and girdles and this and that and makeup and foundation and all of these different things to cover up because of the things that we're doing. I hope you guys are following me. I did not mean to get into this this early in the podcast, but I mean, here here we go. So what are stones? And, and, and in my opinion today, guys, stones are anything that God says that we're not supposed to be eating. And I'm going to go ahead and gut kick myself first because I like to do that so that you guys don't feel like I'm picking on you and you know that I'm on this journey with you. Uh, crabs is one of those things, guys. Like, <laughs> and um, I, I'm telling you, I sat with this word and I sat with this word and I sat with this word yesterday. And God says that we should detest. And that means that we should dislike them intently. Um, and I went into the list and you guys, again, can find it in Leviticus chapter 11. If you're part of the faith, fitness and self-discovery community group on Facebook, I'm certainly going to post this information um, so we can do some supplementary studying and talk about it. Um, but, you know, God has that we should detest intently all of the things that he said that we shouldn't be eating. And we're so comfortable eating some of these things that we love. We love catfish. Oh my God, we love it. We're so comfortable eating shrimp. We're so comfortable eating crabs. We're so comfortable with our ice cream. We're so comfortable with our cookies. We're so comfortable with our sugar-coated stones because that's all it is. It has no nutritional value. And God also tells us to detest that, right? And so it's important as, as Christians that we know what it is that our diet should look like, not what other individuals are telling us. And I'll be honest, when you read Leviticus, you're going to look at some of these things like, you know, how God tells us that, um, you know, we can, we can eat locusts and crickets and grasshoppers and that sort of thing. But we also have to put this into a time context. Now, don't get me wrong. There are individuals that still do those things, just as the Bible says, and it's nothing wrong with that. I know some of you are probably like, ill, but some of them would see us putting basically paper with sugar on top of it into our bodies. And they would say, ill, I'd much rather put, you know, what God said to put in my body than to put sugar-coated stones in my body. So it's all about a paradigm shift. And no, I'm not telling you guys to eat grasshoppers, but I am going to tell you that I did some research on the things that God talked about um, in Leviticus. And think uh, when I was looking at grasshoppers, I learned that they have vitamins A, B, and C. And let me make sure I'm giving you guys this information absolutely correct. Um, they have vitamins A, B, and C, and protein, and the grasshopper is richer than milk and fish and has more energy than wheat. So then I looked up crickets, and crickets are 65% protein, and they have the same or greater amount of iron than beef. So I'm like, whole time. 
here, here, here we are eating stones and we're deficient in, in vitamins that we should be, that we should naturally have. We're deficient and we go to the doctor and the first thing the doctor does is give us a vitamin supplement and we go to the prescription, you know, counter and we order these vitamins or what have you, but we don't take the time to learn how we can naturally get these things. Again, I want you to take a look at the things that God said that we can eat, and I want you to incorporate what what you feel you need to incorporate into your diet. This is going to be a journey. This is not something that's going to happen overnight. This is not something uh, that you're going to read and you're going to immediately just eliminate everything unless you just want to go hard and be radical for Christ, which I'm really in that season of my life because I truly believe that Christ gives all of us different journeys to come into the knowing of who Christ is. And for whatever reason, Christ is bringing me into the full knowing of who Christ is in my life and and what I'm supposed to be doing through my assignment, through this vessel, through this vein, through this vein of learning about how to care for my temple, okay? I told you guys in another podcast that your body is your vehicle and you need to know what your vehicle takes to best operate, okay? So what I'm hoping that you guys take away from the podcast and after you've had an opportunity to look at Leviticus and what God says we can have and what we shouldn't have is that you're able to think and eat more mindful because this brings me to my next point that I want us to start choosing life over death. So a lot of you are familiar with the, the scripture that, that, that life and death um, is the power of life and death is in the tongue or what have you. And we talk about this in the church a lot from the perspective of words, you know, what we say. I want to challenge you to consider whether or not it's also very plausible that God could be talking about life and death and the power of the tongue in terms of how we have been so seduced by the taste of things that now we are slave to our tongue. How we've been so seduced, we stepped outside of what God said that we can have, and we've been so seduced by the taste of things that now we have become a slave to our tongue. I want you to really consider that. And so now when you wake up in the morning, the first thing that you're putting in your body is tea. Is that life? Is that death? What's, what's in tea? What types of tea should you be drinking? Because everything isn't all bad, but oftentimes we go and we do it in such a way that we make it death. You know, tea in its purest form has its properties and its benefits that, 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 that serve as a healing component for our bodies. But when we go in and we add sugar and we're adding all of these other, you know, elements to it, then we're making it death. So I want you to be more mindful of your life and death decisions. What are you gravitating to today? What are you eating Is that something that's fueling your body or is that something that tastes good? And don't keep falling for the trick of the enemy of what tastes good because that's so temporary. And those stones that you have in your body, they're permanently there. 
And a good way to know if you're, you're eating life and death is, is not by how you look physically. It's not by your weight. I talk about this with a girlfriend all the time who is just naturally small. And people assume she's healthy. But the reality is when we're eating stones, y'all, that causes constipation. That causes skin issues. That causes issues that we have going on in our gastrointestinal system. That bacteria vaginosis, these menstrual cramps and all of this other stuff that we're having. That we're not going around telling other women that we're having these problems unless we're friends and we're just communicating this privately. But we're not walking around with all of these different things stuck on our all these different notes and illnesses and things that we're battling stuck on our foreheads because it's, it's happening internally. So this is what we talk about in our podcast, that it's inside out, guys. It's inside out. It's no way of tricking ourselves. It's no way of, of, of tricking God. This is our temple, and God has given us direct, plain, clear instructions on how we should take care of it. Now, this right here is probably going to be one of the hardest things that you're ever going to have to do. And I'm going to tell you why. I, I think about my good friend who only allowed her children to drink water. And I'll be honest, you know, I, I really thought that that was, that was OD, guys. Like, these are kids. It, they can have a little juice. It's nothing wrong with having a little juice. But now with the season that I'm in, as I think about that and I'm reflecting on how her children didn't know they were missing juice because juice had never been introduced to them. So this was me bringing my, my, my corrupted diet, my corrupted way, my corrupt of think, corrupted thinking and trying to introduce it to her household. And we do this so often. And this is something that we have to be careful about. This is going to be the biggest shift. But because this is something that we've been doing since we were kids. This is something that's been shown to us through commercials and through fast food advertisements and just through our accessibility to stones. Stones are so accessible, guys. And everybody's eating them. But that doesn't make it right. Because either you're a Christian for real or you inherited Christianity. And that ain't possible. But what I mean by inheriting Christianity is that your mama was a Christian, your grandma was a Christian, you're a Christian. So you believe God as a healer. You believe God as all-knowing and sovereign. You believe God can do all things but fail. You believe all of those things about God. But you're not walking as a Christian. You're not fully walking. When you come into the know, when you know better as a Christian, you should start feeling some convictions. And through feeling those convictions, some actions should start to happen. So I really want you guys to see how, how psychological this is. I really want you guys to know how demonic this is. That through our subtle choices every day, we're choosing life and death. And too many of us are caught up in this cycle and we're waking up, uh-oh, now I'm sick. Uh-oh, now I have to take insulin. Uh-oh, now I'm 400 pounds. 
uh-oh, now I have all of these other health conditions and preventable you know, conditions, and I don't know how I got here. I'm telling you how you got here today. You got there by the decisions that you made yesterday. You've gotten here by the decisions that you made 10 years ago. And I know this because a lot of our community members and our Faith, Fitness, and Self-Discovery podcast will say, hey, in 2012, I lost 100 pounds. I did. I was doing great. I felt great. I looked great. I had a couple ailments that weren't causing me problems anymore. My back wasn't hurting. I was using the bathroom regularly. This is how your vehicle is supposed to operate. But what happened between losing 100 pounds and now coming back to where you are? You stopped doing something that you were doing. And you started doing something that you were used to doing. The reason I say this is going to be hard, guys, is because I'm talking on a higher frequency right now. I'm talking about being about God's business. And this is going to be hard because not only do you have to break away, but you have to do it amongst people who are eating stones. Believe that stones aren't aren't bad for them because of all of the things that they've read and all and no milk has this and milk and da 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 and you can get protein from this and it does have yeah it does. You'll have to come against all of that. You have to come against how you socialize because sometimes all we do is go eat. All we do is go drink. You'll have to learn to do that in a different way. And you'll have to learn to do it with humility. So that you're walking in such a way that you're not bringing judgment against others. You're walking in such a way that you're not making other people uncomfortable because you don't eat that. However, because you are a living, walking witness, people will come to you and ask you what you eat. This has been the most beautiful part about this process for me. I worked out all my life. Every now and then, somebody would say, oh, you know, what what kind of workout are you doing? But now, people want to know what I'm eating. And do you know what I tell them? I'm eating what God says I should eat. And you'd be surprised how many Christians say, what's that? If we're truly Christians, guys, the word is our manual. This is what we've committed to doing. This is what we signed up for. This is what we gave our life to. This is what we married. We married we're married to Christianity. But we don't know it, we don't walk it, we don't read it, we don't meditate it on, on it day and night. If you don't have the message version of the Bible, I'm 33 years old. If you do not have the message version of the Bible, and you're anywhere within that age or you don't have any uh, theological uh, experience or education or what have you, I really suggest that you get that version of the Bible. Don't miss God's word because you don't understand ye and die. You're still responsible. You're responsible for getting it any way that you can get it. You're responsible for pursuing it until it's plain. You're responsible to getting it until you can in- incorporate it into your life. Whether that means you get it from a podcast, I don't care how you get it. 
You have to chase after. You have to thirst after it like you do when you have a taste for something. When you got a taste for something, you'll get up out your bed at midnight and go get a Snickers. You know how I know? Because I've done it. When you have a taste for something, you'll get up from your desk at your job and go get a Pepsi. You know how I know? Because I've done it. When you got a taste for something, it'll make you get up. It'll make you drive. It'll make you drive 30 minutes. If you really want a crab boil that bad, it'll, it'll make you do it. That's the way God wants us to thirst for him. That's the type of appetite we're supposed to have. And see, this is why God gives us a list of the foods that we're supposed to eat. Because he don't even want us wasting time having to wake up in the morning and figure out what's for dinner. First thing we do in the morning, what's for dinner? And then we spend mental time thinking about that. Now we're up, looking through the refrigerator, seeing if we have this, if we have that. Now we run into the store to get some additional stones to season our stones with. And everybody walking around happy and stony. This word is tight, but this word is right. And if you're not, if you're not in this season of your life, don't hinder someone else from getting this. Coronavirus is happening, guys. And coronavirus is killing people. I have faith and I believe. That we're gonna we're gonna come up with a way to curve this. We're gonna come out come up with a solution for that. But I'm not so confident about us coming up with 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 a diet. I'm not so confident that hypertension and diabetes are gonna keep killing us. I know it will. I know it will. I know everybody that's listening to me can think of someone who has hypertension, diabetes, other preventable diseases. Everybody. And for the number of people that you can think of that have those diseases, some of them sick right now, some of them on their deathbeds right now, some of our family members' lives have been cut short. Why? Why? And I'm not blaming everybody. Everybody didn't know. Everybody didn't know. Everybody didn't know. Everybody didn't know. It's still no excuse because it's right here. The word is free 99. We can listen to Sean T and we can listen to all these other people. And let me tell you, these people are great because honestly, a lot of information that they're selling y'all about, you know, what you should drink and what you should eat. They're just really charging y'all for doing the legwork or what God said that we should be doing anyway. And they're just telling you how to do it quickly. Because, you know, a lot of us, we don't really have time to read it for ourselves because we're thinking about what we're going to eat for dinner. But it's free. It's free. And it's here. Um, I I wanted to go so so many places with this. I think that I'm going to continue with this just to continue to teach you guys, um, you know, what we should be eating and what we should be doing. But my heart is just so heavy right now because God is just giving me so much information. You don't have to wait for this. You don't have to find a partner, an accountability partner. God is your accountability partner. You don't have to wait. Don't wait. That's the word that God is giving me for somebody that's listening 
to this podcast today. Do not wait. That next stone will kill you. That next stone could hurt you. That next stone could hurt your family. I want to leave you guys with that. Um, I feel like I want to pray out because I'm just, whew. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for being the type of God that cared for us enough to save us and leave us precise instructions on how we are to care for ourselves, how we are to live obediently, what we should touch, what we shouldn't touch, what we can have, what we can't have. And God, you've been so gracious. You give us access to so much and you ask us just to sacrifice so little, to detest so little, God. So I pray, Lord, that those who are listening to this podcast today heard your voice, not mine. I pray that minds be changed because minds have been changed. Lives be changed because lives have been changed. Families be changed because families have been changed. Communities be changed. Kingdom be changed. Our hearts be changed to hear you and to see you, God. And I pray that you give us courage because this word ain't popular, God. But I believe that you're giving this message just like the message of Lady Wisdom in Proverbs when she stood on the corner and she just yelled out. She yelled out wisdom. And people kept walking. Simpletons kept walking. They didn't listen. They didn't take heed, God. But I pray that there's not one spirit, there's not one ear that hears this podcast, God, and walks away from this. Detesting your word. Because as Christians, we believe your word, God. We seek healing. We seek wholeness. We seek knowledge. We seek wisdom. We speak, seek power. We pray that we're victorious over our habits, over our desires. Break psychological chains that have us bound right now, God. And I pray that we'll no longer be a slave to our tongue. In Jesus' name, amen. If you guys are not connected with us on Faith, Fitness, and Self-Discovery community group and Facebook, we would love to have you there. It's a group of over 200 women who are on this journey together, this transparent journey to healing and wholeness. Come there so that we can grow you, so that we can encourage you, so that we can inspire you to live God's way. Follow me on Facebook at Precious Williams, and you guys can also follow me on Instagram at underscore all things precious. I love you guys. Let me know what you think about this message. Let me know how, when, and why you will begin to apply this to your life today. I love you guys. Be blessed.